1: Yeah. Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping, impressive in it. The death bringing his head spinning. Just kidding, every word in his songs about two grown men dressed up as a bird and a
0: dog. Wolf and our podcast up in the place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you ever ever felt like this? Do you know what time <laughs> is? Do you know what time is, guys? Yeah, well, it could be any time of day because this podcast is live in your ears. Oh, god!
1: Um, we should uh, we should do we should try and come up with some jingles.
0: You know, like when a lot of breakfast radio shows or whatever. Oh man, do you know I worry about that being like a vibe of that to like because I find the hardest bit of this is like any sort of performance is the opening bit, right? Sure. So I, I find that's a really really hard hard thing of like. I mean, we've got a sick t- tune that opens this. Yeah, but, like, then, I, I, but then
1: you have the sit that opens it, and we should ride. We should be riding that wave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the podcast. But what happens is, is well, uh, we've sort of done the opening of a garage tune every time for uh,
0: yeah, for a garage night. Every also, time for the last six, me months. and you have just had like a twenty-five minute conversation. Yeah, that's not that's not ideal either, really, is it? No, up-and-down lovely. It's
1: lovely to talk to you, obviously. But, yeah, man.
0: You know, I do look forward to when you are back on these sweet, sweet shores. Um, and we can, we can converse because obviously you're on holiday at the moment and I don't want to be a uh, big dippy G that, um, just keeps on fucking, uh, that like, hassling you on holiday. Cause like yeah, you know, I know the Swan is like, yeah, you know, this is her time with you. I get you like for the rest of the you know, 11 months. Yes. Yeah, so I'm sure the Swan, uh, is very much
1: enjoying me being in another room as she reads another one of her books. <laughs> um, <laughs> how many books has she read? I don't know. Actually, she 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 likes uh, a bit of crime fiction.
0: Oh really? Mm. You know, like what the passes? neighbors. The neighbors dead. Oh what, what? like sort of domestic stuff or or high end?
1: No, it's kind of like uh, you know, like uh, I don't I don't know how to, I don't know how you describe this type of fiction, but you know, like uh, the, I I like it as well. By the way, like, she's got me into it as well. You know, like uh, the couple from next door.
0: Their their kids oh, not been yeah, around yeah, for yeah. a while. What's going on? I always think that I've probably got a book like that in me. To write, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What an that's... incredibly arrogant thing to say. <laughs> no, I just think, like, I think next time I go away, I'll try and write a book in a month or, like, two weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's even better. First-time author, that, that's how to do it. <laughs> no, no, there, no, there, are, then... there are other people that go, you know, I feel like I've got a book in mind. Mean, I could never imagine what it takes to sit down and write it. Whereas what <laughs> you've done is you're willing to put aside a fortnight for it.
0: <laughs> no, but then, like, obviously passing it on to sort of, like, someone like like Lisa to Lisa and then you to read, and seeing if they've got notes, and then, like... If you, listen, let, those...
1: me say, let me say something. Let me say something now. If you haven't got the fucking decency to spend more than two weeks on it, don't expect to be able to hand over your turgid piece of shit to me to sit <laughs> through.
0: <laughs> no, I just think oh, you'd yeah, I spent, spent a couple of days, like, passing this through my colon. Can have a look at it and tell me if it's publishable? No, I just think it would be a cool thing for you to phone me and go, um, I really enjoyed it, actually. Um, I've read it on the train um, and on the commute that I've been doing. And uh, no, I really enjoy it. I think it's actually a real page turner. <laughs> and I'll send it to you, like, so a hard copy, so you can read it properly rather than on a Kindle. So it's a weird
1: phenomenon here, because <laughs> all this week you've been moaning about having to shave your beard off for this show. Yeah. And I'd sort of hoped... But in shaving your beard off, we'd see a little bit of your sort of usual fucking cocky gloss kind of diminish. But if anything, I don't know if no. this is some sort of I don't know if
0: this is some sort of overcompensation. But you've gone in big time. I think you know what it is. Yeah. He- is it's hedgehog? Hedgehogitis. It's hedgehogitis. What's hedgehogitis? Right, what, When's a hedgehog at its weak, weakest and when's it its strongest? I've got no idea. And furthermore, I don't think you do either. But let's see. <laughs> no, a hedgehog at its strongest when its thorns are out, right? Its thorns yes. are out it's pricks are out or whatever right yeah and it's 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 pricks it's it's pricks are never out they're never not out are they (laughs) no yeah they curl into a ball at times yeah and they go in yeah but it's it's then it's all prick isn't it actually no (laughs) no no, but then it's a soft prick what it's a difference between a hard prick and a soft prick what are you talking about like they they can extend their um things and make them tough hard right so they're like little pins yeah or like it's like stroking hair and they're really Uh, okay is that definitely true yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Do you want to, I've never stroked one, but no, I've seen hedgehogs around. Okay,
1: yeah. Anyway, carry on. So, so what's so the point you're trying to
0: make at the moment? With I think because my beard's not here, it's like I, there's a fire within me to sort of like combat and what I feel like. Look, not having a beard is well. You've been here, uh, you know. Yeah. I think like when we were first started the podcast, you know, you did the the shave thing as well. And it, I tell you, yeah. man, it it it's, it's it changes, it, doesn't it? Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a completely different man at the moment. But you are, but let me just tell you,
1: sorry, I'm, I'm slightly distracted because I'm looking up hedgehogs at the moment, but um, I don't think you look that bad at all. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think you look much worse than you normally do. Let me be up. <laughs>
0: <good. laughs> yeah, no, I feel much worse than I, well, look like a fucking don't... thumb. I've had to, I had to really accessorize. Also now I'm looking at it thinking the glasses are almost, they work with the beard, but now they're too big for my face. That's what, oh, mate, shit, that... boy. Buy the BTW. What? I had an eye test this week. My eyes have really deteriorated in the last two years.
1: Have you not had an eye test in two years? No, no. You've no. not had an eye test in two years? Yeah, I should Hold have. On. That's about right, actually, I think. I, don't yeah, know. I think I'm it's either. every
0: 24 months. I'm no. Think, I'm, I'm thinking of the dentist. When you get to sort of like our age now, you should be going every year, apparently, every 12 months. Oh, you're
1: joking.
0: Yeah, mate, yeah, yeah. and And like the woman, and by the way, shout out to the woman. She was amazing. The uh, Vision Express, very caring, very, very lovely woman uh and uh she was yeah she was brilliant man she was Why like got, very... wh- what's some weird small <laughs> couple <across your> <laughs> because i forgot i wanted to shout out a name did but she no, tug you off name. while you're doing the bottom row <laughs> no no I, for, I forgot i forgot her name and i feel really bad now Oh, okay all right but uh she was yeah she was incredible and you know very like all the time very sort of like you know conscious that uh number one i had to get to golf which was yeah i played the worst round of my life because you didn't say that did you what well, you didn't say that at the appointment that you've got to get to golf, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, no, it's just like, how long do you think this will take? And she was like, probably about forty minutes. I was like, any chance we can do it in half an hour? Because I need to. I've got my tea off time. And she and said, any
1: chance of you booking an appointment when you've actually got the free time to do it? <laughs> yeah, she
0: Cause, did. Because
1: uh, just so just so you know, I didn't enforce this on you. Did you say she anything say, like
0: that? To, she did say, "What's more important, your eyes or this game of golf?" And now, in retrospect, I played so bad at golf because I. Was conscious. I always had like bright light shine in my eyes, and I was conscious. About... Did you have the little puff of air? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mate, but she was incredible. I've got to say, in what, man, way, in what
1: way was she incredible?
0: Just very, I'm not, I'm not denying
1: that she's incredible. I just want no, no, just, just
0: very caring. I need to find her name to shout her out. Just very caring, very knowledgeable about all eye stuff. Uh, showed We'd me. we would hope the back. so. She's doing your fucking eye test. No, but she showed me the backs of my eyes. If you just said to so. what,
1: what, what what does this mean? then? hold <laughs> on, let me just get my, I'm just going to Google this. <laughs>
0: Well, this isn't good. This is not good. Oh no, it's actually all right. No, no, it's fine. No, I was looking at something else. Oh, thank God. Um, no, no, you have got cataracts. Um, <laughs> we'll just look at this together. Um, put your glasses on. Yeah. Um, oh, Jesus! I've not seen. Oof. Okay. Oh my God, aren't the backs of eyes disgusting? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Have you been wearing sunglasses every day? I've seen a couple of pictures that people have tagged me in. Thanks for that, by the way. Um, because there's nothing like one you, you know, of your best mate being in fucking Portugal and enjoying his time, and then you tagged me into it by saying... And also, let me just say, by the way, right, I just want to say something to everyone on social media. I think it's fair to say, I will t- say at least seven, four or five times this podcast, and most weeks on social media, how much I love Romesh, right? Tagging me into stuff and going... Oh, we met Ramesh. He's actually really nice, uh, despite what Tom says. I'm not, I don't think I've ever said anything that negative. Yeah, about I saw you. that
1: message. I
0: saw yeah, that message. I thought that's just insane. But by the way, bro, you look drippy in that picture, man. Thanks very much. Can I? I By the way, say I think yeah. there's a fresh vibe to Holiday Rom. I just sort of like, if I could be a butterfly and sit on someone's shoulder, I think it would be on Holiday Rom's shoulder for like, like two weeks, three weeks.
1: Talk me through if you could be a butterfly. Yeah. First of all, to throw that away.
0: If I could be any flying thing, if be a if you could be any flying thing, it'd be a butterfly. Insane. They've got a, no, they've got a, ever... they've got a
1: lifespan of what, twenty four hours or something,
0: mate? But what are twenty four okay. hours? So that Has anyone be ever been disappointed to see a butterfly? Uh, Never. No, I I I'll be honest. If you're a moth, a fly, a bee, a wasp, a pigeon, any sort of bird, right? Maybe with the exception of a red kite, right? But if you're a, if you're a,
1: a fly, a wasp a pigeon, any sort of bird. Can you see the problem with that, that
0: sentence? <laughs> no, 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 Any sort of bird by meaning like I'm throwing all birds. Because, okay. like, right, let me just break this down okay, you, for you. Because what, you've got yourself a little bit confused, right? <laughs> right. If you are, let's just say, if you see a moth, you go, ugh, grotty old moth, like get out. And you, sure. you know, you open the window you try and kill it, sure. right? A bee, you feel sorry for and you're trying to protect, which I always think is just curdling and a little bit muggy for a bee, right? Because actually they're more powerful than we give them, like any respect for wasps we're all scared of we hate we try and kill uh you know go up into hornets and stuff like that the same hornet you're not gonna fuck with the hornet you'll probably just let it out of your window stroke garden doors right okay if you're out in the if you're out in nature with a uh any of those things you're going to probably try and run or there'll be a, so at least five people out of ten will shirk and be scared right well
1: what okay? One out of,
0: flies are the discu- What? one out of every two people yeah yeah, about one out two? of two. <laughs> yeah.
1: Seven out of every four, two.
0: <laughs> Ten out of 20, right? <laughs> and then you've got flies. Everyone just, just, we've talked about flies until the cows come home here. We think they're disgusting. What, you're just going to try and kill a fly. You don't want anything to do with the fly, right? Now, I want you to just try and use your imagination for a second. If a butterfly was to fly into that room, you just go, oh my God, a butterfly. And you'd smile for a second. Mm. You might think of an ancestor who's passed or, or whatever, right? That butterfly brings so much joy. Yeah, it might only be here for twenty four hours. But what a riot! Just flying around. I mean, I don't know in twenty four hours how far a butterfly. I think you could probably do three countries in a day, like the speed they fly. Yeah, I don't at, think right? that's what I don't think that's what they do. But yes, I imagine you could do. <laughs> no, no, right. So then you've got all of this happiness you're spreading. In and it's but and you know, you're not carrying any diseases. All you're carrying on your shoulders is a backpack of joy, right? And then you go up to heaven or hell or up hev- heaven I'd imagine butterflies go to. I wonder right? what the hell a butterfly like, would have to do to go to hell, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't even, can't
1: I can't even imagine
0: what activities <laughs> a
1: butterfly could turn itself to to make it have to go to
0: hell. Depraved little fuck. <laughs>
1: but but like, gripping up caterpillars tonight. and shit.
0: <laughs> little nonce. <noms. laughs> but then you go up and like, everyone just you're you're the yeah. You know, that is a joyous life that you've got there. Sure. So yeah, if I could be, you know, a butterfly on your shoulder, I'd take that fucking ride right now. You know, you, have you ever
1: been to one of those butterfly like dome places? Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, where you go into the little sort of no, I sweaty. Fucking love them.
0: Yeah, oh. I, I, I don't like it when they come and land on you. Hey, but do you know what that? Right, okay. I need to take you to a butterfly enclosure and open your mind because that, but, that butterfly. Oh my god, that's what it's called. What? I can It's a butterfly enclosure,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm sitting there going, what am I got? Eco-dome or whatever the fuck. And you but that so,
0: butterfly is yeah. literally looked around and gone, he needs me right now, and has gone and sat on you to bring you joy. I want you to, today, take your three sons, try and find some butterflies, and then just, like, enjoy being around them for a bit. <laughs> I, I don't even know what it would look like to see you enjoying the company of butterflies... In one of those places I just, I just think it'd be quite a sweet sign right you know you take away their phones take away their ipads yeah. right so we're not going to yeah you know, willie's water park or wherever you've been going right mm. <laughs> thank god around. you're
1: not ever tasked with naming a water park <laughs> <laughs>
0: right you take them out lisa can read a book or even lisa could come with you because i can imagine the Swan would love being in the company of butterflies right maybe try and find one in portugal a butterfly enclosure do you want me okay. to find one and buy some tickets? No, thank you. No, thank you. well, first of all, <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> the idea of me taking the family out on a day that you've organised. <laughs>
0: <laughs> out of you, all your boys, does any of them? Do you think any of them would dig the butterfly experience?
1: I think they would. I mean they're they're all into they're all into that kind of thing.
0: Not into. That's an
1: exaggeration, but yeah, you yeah. Know, they they like that sort of stuff. But I don't like it when they land on you. I find
0: it a bit. I don't know. Yeah, I get that with a hornet or a fly, but like a butterfly, just like, have you ever touched a butterfly with your fingers? <laughs> <laughs> No, I haven't. <laughs> Every now and <laughs> have again. You? Have you? Well, yeah, I have. Like, you'll, you'll find, like, quite a brave butterfly. And if you really slowly move your hand, you can just mm. stroke it, just really ever so. All right. Yeah. It's quite nice. Is, is, is
1: what you're saying true? Have you stroked a butterfly? Yeah, And yeah, do you, yeah, And do you so. like butterflies?
0: Yeah, I like butterflies, man. Okay. Yeah. I do too. So.
1: I think they're very nice, but I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if, if there
0: is any. Um, I don't know if, what they're called. Butterfly shepherds or like butterfly experts out there. Just yeah, shout out to you guys. Thank you for yeah. all your hard work. If, any,
1: if there's any, yeah, yeah, big up, big up yourselves. If there's any butterfly
0: enthusiasts? We'd love to hear from you. I wonder um, if that would be quite nice. I think like, that would be a real diverse crowd if we've got like a butterfly fan who listens to this. Right.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely, <laughs> definitely. But I did see that. I did see that message from that guy who said, yeah. Uh, who said, Ramesh was nice despite what Tom says. Yeah. So, yeah. As a quite word. bizarre. I've
0: never as quite a ever said anything. That, what was he like, the guy, when you met him?
1: Do you want to know exactly what he said?
0: Yeah, go on, mate. Yeah, I want to know exactly what
1: he said. He said, uh, he said, can I have a it was, it was at this mini golf place. Right. And, How were you playing, um, by the way? Pardon? I
0: How thought, you do playing? you know what?
1: I, I, I was actually on pretty good form. I was on pretty yeah? good form. I was pretty pleased with myself, yeah. I sort of got into it. I came second. Who won? Your favourite, Alex.
0: Oh, good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Got a Didn't steely like way about him, Alex. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we, uh, we're we walking out of the thing and he said, can I have a photo taken? Can I have a photo, please? Yeah. Or whatever. And um, I said, yeah, of course. And then he got his family around. There's is, this is always a the thing with photos. Not always a thing, but it happens a lot where they go, come on, let's get a photo taken with, with Ramesh. And everybody else is like, why the fuck would I want a photo taken with him? Right? So there's a, a bit of awkwardness there. And then he goes, and his, his little daughter, his youngest daughter, was there as well. And he said, Come on, get a photo with Ramesh. And then he goes to me, She's a big fan of the Wolf and Our podcast, like as a joke. And I went, All right. Yeah. And then he goes, Yeah, she loves listening to people talking about nothing but crap all the time. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, then, uh, and, then I said to, and then I said to him, listen, I don't often say this to people in front of their children, but you, my friend, are a c-. <laughs> and, then, and then it got really awkward.
0: You know what? Uh, in, the fair, in all fairness, it's probably quite nice for her to listen to us talking about crap rather than having to listen to your fucking jokes. Oh my now. God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he was very nice. He's very nice. And he listened to the podcast. So he's almost certainly going to hear that little exchange with us there. So yeah, 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 uh, yeah very yeah, nice I mean, to yeah. meet you, mate very nice to meet you yeah
0: yeah thank you for rubbing it in my face that you're in portugal and i'm not actually on a on a basis of that um i had a rather creepy experience with someone who wanted a photo the other day so um i took a this is, by house. the way this
1: this is probably not going to come up now is it for a while you, you get people asking it for their phone because yeah, yeah, you look
0: you look, look completely like, different i look like a thumb uh, at the moment so you look
1: like you look like whatever place you whatever place you happen to find
0: yourself in <laughs> you'd be a tourist that's what yeah. that's what you look uh, like yeah 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 uh yeah a tourist who yeah who has no idea why he's there i, I genuinely i look at this camera and i yeah i just feel very disappointed that i've So had you've to been you've
1: it. been very so all the way through this podcast you've been i i would describe you as being on top four, right you'd be very yeah, yeah. Co- very confident uh your, your butterfly stuff was exceptional and then i assume now that that's because you hadn't looked at yourself at all because just then as you were talking you looked at your own image yeah in the zoom and you almost shut down i mean it really you is. know what you it really was really... it's yeah. it's
0: like a footballer taking a bad touch mm. Mm. or like someone just holding a mirror but yeah so i went bowling with friends of ours uh kids like we were looking after their um kids for a couple of days yeah. and uh we went bowling, and basically this guy who's staring at me for, you know, just literally This is, like, po- this
1: is post-shave, is it?
0: No, this is pre- pre-shave. Pre-shave. Right? So, staring at us with these, you know, we've got his uh, friends' kids with us, and he's just staring over, and I'm like... And he's drinking a pint, and it's fucking 11 o'clock in the morning. And you're like, he's with his family. Anyway, I'm like, uh, at some point, yeah, you know, this guy... Anyway... So you got I mean, super
1: like, you got super judgmental about something that in another context you'd have happily done yourself.
0: No, but also I find it, I don't mean you've got kids, I haven't got kids, but I find it very, very, very awkward when there's children in the mix. I will say this, I think it's very a very awkward scenario. For Number one, like, yeah, they're not my kids, so you're straight away feeling quite uh, protective over them. Mm-hmm. But, which you take your own kids. But, um, no, absolutely. But also, right. When it's somebody else's got... kids, you care, but when it's your own kids... No, but then you've got you to explain had them over to strangers. But anyway, go on. <laughs> then you've got to explain to them why a man would walk over, which he did, and say, "Can I have a photo with you?" Right, like having to explain to two young lads and go, "Oh, uh, you yeah, know, this is what." But also, what was really strange is he comes over. I'm playing on the arcade game with one of the kids, and he said, oh, "I don't mind watching the other boy," and I'm like, "No, he's, he's fine." Yeah, it was very creepy. But then he he said, "Oh, can I get a picture?" And I was like, um well, I'm just with these guys at the moment. If you wait for a second, my wife will be back and I'll do a picture of you. Just give us a second. And he went, oh, I don't mind us all being in it. <laughs> I was just like, no, that's it's, that's a weird, that's a weird state of affairs. Uh, yeah, let's hold off on that one. Um, <laughs> and then he said, actually, do you mind just stepping aside and I'll get a photo of the boy? <laughs> I just found the whole thing very, very creepy, right? And then, uh, so I had a bit of a chat and as you know, I, I, I always have tried to get on with people and I, asked you know, I sort of was like, yeah, you know whatever, sort of tried to do a, do, a bit of do, and do you then join he, us for a drink or whatever. <laughs> stuff, <laughs> kind of stuff you normally me, say when people approach you. Brought me a pint and then <laughs> yeah. um, But then he was like, Oh yeah, how are you playing? And then after that, that was it. We he he almost joined our party. He was constantly coming All over. Right. You know. He, he, it was everything that it took him everything he had not to start throwing balls within our game. Right. And then I was like, how do I just tell him that this he's overstepped the mark? Mm. <laughs> this is now like I should have shut it down a lot earlier, right. but I was trying to be decent. And yeah, and then that was it then. He just kept some coming over. And by then he'd had three or four pints. It was like midday. And then he brought over some <laughs> brought over some chicken wings. He started offering yeah. them around. And yeah, it's all
1: very strange. Do you feel like this, do you feel there's any argument that this problem might be slightly
0: of your own creation? Yeah, I know. I should have just told him no no to the picture. Well, just, just you
1: know, generally, kind of, the kind of vibe that you give on this podcast and <laughs> Sort of generally, is that he'd never any, heard the podcast. Any, anybody that comes up to you is essentially like, like you treat him as a family member.
0: No, but he he'd never seen, heard the podcast. He'd How never do watched you know King that? Gary because he told me he told me quite specific, specifically. Explicit, right? <laughs> do you catch another good one? yourself there? You know, yeah. His favorite show that I'd done was League of Our Own and Open All Hours. Oh my god, that really? was his favorite two things that I'd done. <laughs> Open All Hours, I'm in for like forty five seconds. Legal, fair enough, t- you know, but yeah, that's that they were his favourite two things. The swan's in the building.
1: Hello, Swan. Hello. How you
0: doing? How you doing? He said. I can't get both of you. Hello. To- How you doing, Lisa? What do you think of Tom's? Oh, he said his had beard had to- off! Yeah, what do you think? I know. You looks you look younger. I know, I hate it. It's he horrible. looks younger but horrible, right? <laughs> no, I <wasn't>
1: he's <laughs> horrible. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. weird. No, but he looks it's younger so- but like like a younger, uglier guy,
0: right? No <laughs> No. Rob, so do, do, stop do, trying to put words in her mouth, Rob. Do you prefer him with or without the beard? Oh, I
1: like him both ways. He looks
0: nice both ways. Oh, Thank you, Oh, bless you.
1: <laughs> I prefer you with the beard,
0: though. <laughs> oh, see? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's actually really given me the confidence. I felt a yeah, little bit, yeah. Nice. yeah. Which is you know nice, bro. is that when your wife gives a shit
1: about the self-esteem of everyone except for you. <laughs>
0: Maybe we should get all you your
1: do look, you, Genuinely though, you do look really nice. I was trying to get her to put the boat in, but you do look really. You do look. You do. I, I nice.
0: need to put a little bit of fake tan on if I'm going to show you. I look quite pale. I, did I you? Quite, did you?
1: What? What did it feel? What did it feel like when you put your hand on your face?
0: It feels strange. I, I did a whole video of me shaving it off as well. Did they you? wanted me to do it. Yeah, they wanted me to do it for like the show. What are you talking about? Oh, what is it?
1: Hold on. What yeah. do you mean for the show?
0: So, so it's like a show, like, so they can just sort of see the change of like shaving off, and then we're going to do like all the makeup and stuff. I look very different in this show. It's like the, the makeup. Is this for socials things. for the show? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like You're always very hot talk. on that, aren't you? So, sort of that's sort of the extra content. Yeah, I mean, I'm very hot on that, and obviously, socials for this, considering it, me and you never put. I have quite a few people messaging me saying, why don't we ever put up a post? Um, oh, no, I know. I don't know. I like to think it's like a secret club, like fight club, this sort of people, it's word of mouth that does it. And it's not necessarily our our mouth that the words are coming from. No. Oh
1: God. You know, I
0: sort of, it is bad, isn't it? The way we promote this podcast is bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I I don't know how other people do it. I don't even know how many people like listen to this thing.
1: No, I don't know either. I don't know what the numbers are. Yeah. I don't know if people that do listen to it like it. Occasionally, I look at the reviews. Let's have a look, <laughs> see if we've got any. We've had, a couple I, of, we've had a couple of negative ones, I can tell you that. Have we? I, not I re, not, not recently, know. but we do get negative a negative ones. Moment, so. Yeah,
0: I, I, I try not to look too much into it. All, I so. will shout out the positive people that, 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 that message me though. I like that. That, that get a kick out here of it. Here we go. Let's have a look. Let's have a look at the lo- lo- last few reviews. Oh, here we go.
1: These are really nice. Go on. Uh, just found this podcast and love it. I've laughed out loud to two relatable experiences I listened to two very funny men. Isn't that nice? But oh, nice. a few one-star reviews, though. Do you want me to find a negative one,
0: read it out? Yeah, go on. It's always good to, to, to feel shit about yourself, but also mm. feel shit about the work that you're doing with your best mate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> with well, a lot of five stars, mate. I'm going to be honest with you. Just scrolling through. Positive, 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 positive. Positive, 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 positive. God, this looks really like a fucking absolute self-congratulatory exercise. Oh, here we go. I like it. Well, one-star review and it just says, I like it. No, it's five-star, that one. Do you know what, mate? I'm struggling to find something negative here. That's... I'm sure we did have negative ones, though, didn't we? Do you remember?
0: Yeah, I think we probably did at some point. I think, you know what? It's like, let's focus on the positive vibes and the positive people out there. Oh, here we go.
1: Uh
0: so, This
1: is a negative one uh same podcast every time is the title of this review two stars (laughs) you do you i do unsubscribe let me know when the swan has her
0: own podcast wow so there you go negative so So it's also yeah every podcast is the same every week i've listened to joe rogan for years it's not like all of a sudden joe rogan makes a sketch show on here no, he talks, if, about, he
1: talks about cooking some elk and what it's done for his muscle tone yeah. or whatever. <laughs>
0: yeah, but that's the every, same as every good podcast is the same thing every week.
1: Yeah, do you know what, though? I think it's because we don't, you know, we don't really... We don't have any like, structure. Well, we'd have to say it so damningly, but no, we don't have no, any structure. No,
0: because otherwise, all of our competitors have, like, and, and shout out to some amazing podcasts, but they have a structure and they have a, a, a theme. We have none. Yeah, and also the other thing I saw is that
1: um, our episodes... Like, other people, because they've got a theme, they can call their episodes different things, like the pie episode. Like, we had the Aliens episode, didn't we? But now, when you look at, like, when you look at any of the listings for the podcast, it'll be like, um, you see, like, off-menu, talk to, uh, yeah, I don't know, yeah. race Spool. And then it'll be like, well, <laughs> for now, episode 35. Like, that's...
0: You know what could be good? Is oh, going man. through them all and just, like, that could be a little thing for you to do in your holidays, going through and naming them all. No, but James but James does do a little description for them all. We yeah, which is great.
1: But we did do, we don't have names.
0: Maybe we should go through that could be like your homework while you're out in Portugal. Go what, through naming them.
1: Yeah, that's a, yeah. I mean that sounds like a that sounds like a good way to ruin the last few days. <laughs> How many
0: days have you got left out there? About three. Oh my days. Mm-hmm. That last swim is always so emotional, isn't it, man?
1: I know the last we went to we went to a we went to one of our favourite restaurants well our favourite holiday restaurants for the last time last night that's quite sad I say it's quite sad the kids don't appreciate the gravity of it because to them life is an ever extending yawning eternity isn't it whereas Lisa and I look at each other and think we're never gonna you know this we're on the slump now do you know what I mean we're on the sort of decline next yes. year the, the eldest kid probably won't want to come on holiday with us you know all of that he's he's only like 12 isn't he yeah but you know he started to find me
0: embarrassing i told you oh no yeah i know yeah yeah but the thing about it is you've probably got three years of him being really embarrassed and then he will just say i'm not going to come with you he's not going to find you any less embarrassing now until probably he's 25 26 Mm. Mm. yeah i'd imagine cool pep talk uh (laughs) right should we do some (laughs) should we do some emails no, but then Charlie and Alex are going to think you're really cool for a while still. So yeah, do you know what we did yesterday at dinner? Yeah, which was, which was desperately uncool. Yeah,
1: uh, we we each t- <laughs> I don't know why we got into this. We took it in turns to do a little freestyle rap. Oh,
0: that's pretty cool. Mm. Mm. That's like what we did. did we did we like
1: one? an eight mile style battle. Uh, no, Lisa uh, decided to opt out of it. Who was the best? Well, no, if you're asking me, I think I was the best.
0: But the you kids know, would dispute what? that. Yeah, but you're against three kids. I mean, you sort of, like, at your kids, who's the best?
1: Yeah, but you're asking who was the best. You asked if Lisa took part. So there you go. You've set up the expectation that adults are getting involved. Then you said, who was the best? Who was the best? I was the yeah, best.
0: Yeah, but I actually think it was a bit showy off of you and a little bit blasé of you to be, oh, I was the best, I was the coolest. Like, you're standing you said, in the restaurant. You said who was the best? <laughs> no, but it's like the way you said it. it. was so sort of like, you know, the listeners wouldn't have seen, but you lay, lay, lay back like you're a cartoon bunny. And you <laughs> you're like so slick about it you're like yeah i was the best baby that's the best it's incredible how you can
1: you sort of got this this way but you you just we know what actually happened because it happened 15 seconds ago yeah because you say it like that people that have heard everything will still believe that's what happened it's incredible it's it's trump-esque um, okay. oh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say to you now i th- i don't think i've ever been worse on this podcast than today
0: mate let me tell you you definitely have right here we go <laughs>
1: <laughs> you've been great today i
0: haven't You're i haven't I, th- I feel
1: like i'm in really like it i'm in such holiday mate,
0: enjoy i lo- look look i'm gonna shout out and i want everyone to do, like send pictures of themselves on holidays please rom, do just not to do cheer them up mate holiday rom is please so fucking cool that. and slick i like holiday rom it's fucking a chilled vibe yeah. yo
1: Let's have a little look at some emails. Uh, hello, the swan, the wolf, and the wise old owl. It goes without...
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, that is my favourite opening to an email since we've been doing the, the wise old owl. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, Louise.
1: Uh, it goes for that saying, loving your work to the max. Let's get the bit over and done with to begin with. On to my question though. Shocked and extremely saddened by the news of Sean Locke's death. I was wondering if you had any stories about him. He was my absolutely favourite comedian. If I'm allowed to say that to a comedian without being offensive. Obviously, this isn't a diss. I just love the man. I'm, ashamed. I'm not ashamed to say I had a little cry when I heard of his passing. To date, he's been the only person to make me laugh so much I've cried and wet myself. Who makes you cry and piss yourself with laughter? Did Sean ever do it for you? Peace,
0: the turtle. Yeah, I, I mean, it was, yeah, I think it, uh, such sad news so that's like yeah i think sean uh yeah you know, i didn't i knew him of, of like and i sort of i was a massive fan of him i think the thing that was incredible with sean was that um he was uh you know he sort of was a working class comedian who came from sort of like our world he he his his ability to sort of like you know tell stories and step out into sort of stuff that was a bit more sur- surreal i think yeah he was just a phenomenal comedian and uh and and like I remember when Murder and Successful, the first series had come out, and and seeing him at um, in Shepherds Bush and bumped into him and him being a fan of the show and and just uh, taking that time, it meant a lot. And uh, yeah, no, he, he was, I think, uh, a very inspiring person. I think, Yeah, for me anyway, I think like sort of when it, when when I, like, I'd gig with him and sort of it sort of made me sort of want to step out of sort of trying to be like a Sort of geezer comedian or whatever. He, I think he was just—he was a phenomenal talent, and and will be sort of very, very sadly missed. And uh yeah, it, it's a sad day for for our industry. And I, I remember him. I think someone else talked about this, but I remember seeing him at um, like a benefit at the O2, and him coming out, and and everyone else was playing it like it was the O2, and he played it like it was up the creek. It was just like amazing, just sort of just how chilled he was, just coming out into this fucking massive fucking. Arena, I think, yeah, he, he was—he was a yeah, very special person. I think in, within our industry as well, he was uh, sort of almost like the godfather of it in a sense. So, yeah, it's a sad, sad, sad day.
1: Uh, yeah, it was. Um, I mean, look, I, I, I don't—I always get slightly nervous about saying uh, something that's been said loads and loads and loads. But he was like almost every comedian's favourite comedian. Do you know what I mean, like when 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 you when you as a comic watching panel shows you know, nobody really did it like Sean did. You know, it was like, it was it was amazing. And I think the thing that made everyone love Sean so much is first of all, it was completely unexpected what he'd come out with. You know, you just wouldn't know where he'd go. But also it just never looked like he was trying very hard. And that's that's always like, it's always a really endearing thing if you watch, you know, like Tom was talking about him doing the O2. um, He looked like, he would just come out and everybody else was getting hyped up and stuff and he'd just come out and do it and it was like he didn't care and and that is an amazing thing and and he never really looked like he was grabbing for laughs he would come out and you know I I'd sit, I saw Sean do gigs that were tough and he would always back himself to get the audience on side so even if a gig had been really quite up to the point before he went on he would just win an audience over he was brilliant and um, yeah it was it was uh, it was really sad yeah So yeah, Um, I think the swan included that just because the turtle has talked about how Sean was their favourite comic, and she wanted us to to just sort of read that. Yeah, bit of you know, in case we get too cocky doing the podcast or whatever, we should we should find an email where somebody talks about who their favourite email compiler is and read that out. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) Next up, hello to the wolf, the owl, and the swan. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank the three of you for such a stellar podcast. Ginny, appreciate the effort you put into making these for all of us. A few years ago, I drove to my parents in North Wales from London on Christmas Eve to enjoy the holiday with my family. Because of the time of year, the heavy snow and my partner at the time's inability to be ready on time, the drive took just over eight hours. We arrived at my parents' place just after 1am. We were tired, cold, visibly frustrated, and not at all in the Christmas spirit. After taking one look at us, my parents very kindly insisted we take their bed for the evening and that they would sleep on the pull-out bed downstairs. After a lot back and forth, we finally agreed and after a warm shower, climbed into their bed for a good night's sleep. As I rearranged the pillows, trying to get comfortable, I felt something under one of them. I retrieved my hand, only to find that I was holding what looked like to be my father's cock ring. <laughs> Wow. After after scrubbing my hands with every type of disinfectant I could find, I carefully put it back under the pillow, and for the remainder of the night slept on the cold hard floor. I could look, I couldn't look either parent in the eye the next morning. My question to you is this: Have either of you found yourselves in an equally embarrassing situation
0: with a close family member,
1: and what was the outcome?
0: Um, can I? I don't ask, think I've ever I, been in a situation you, where I have found my anyone's my father's. No, I cock found green. I, think I
1: found your dad's cock green once. <laughs> same thing to, um i've got i've got a couple of naive questions to ask tom yeah is that okay yeah hit me w- what is a cock ring for i mean i know it's for your cock but what what w- what is the what is the purpose of it
0: i actually genuinely um i'm with you i think i don't quite know i think you know i think it can it makes sure your penis not go flaccid i think once the blood's in your penis it stays in there
1: it sort of traps it there
0: yeah, I think, I Can think I, so. I'm yeah. just
1: going to look this up on my phone. Yeah, have a look, have a look. Hold on a second. Okay. Um, let me just go to private, just in case one of the kids gets my phone. And um, what
0: should I Google? What is, does a cock ring do?
1: What does a cock ring do? What does a cock ring do? Hello, Charlie. Uh, no, i <laughs> What does a cock ring do? Okay. A penis ring fits around the base of the penis, of the penis and testicles...
0: And testicles. So hold on, it's
1: a big old ring. Oh no, sorry, or the penis, or the penis, well, for you maybe. A penis ring fits around the base of the penis or the penis and testicles and applies pressure to the surrounding area. It will trap the blood in the penis for longer and increases the total amount of blood in the penis for a stronger erection. It's interesting, isn't it, how you sort of pretended to not know, but what's clear is you gave a textbook definition of what the cock ring was for. No,
0: but that's also, I know genitalia, not my genitalia, so it doesn't really yeah it's like me when it was when we were talking about butterflies i have an instinctive knowledge of stuff mm. uh, uh does that sound like something you'd dabble in i don't think i'd ever get a cock ringer from it. it sounds like sort of like a bit of a fad a bit of a sort of fussy sort of thing i remember when we were kids uh i had a friend um thou shalt not name him i was just about to um <laughs> but he uh he used to know where his uh his dad's pornos as well. And he used to sort of like get them out when we used to go around his house.
1: Yeah, but th- everyone to... had a mate like that, didn't
0: they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I also remember uh, his mum used, used to sunbathe like naked like in the summer, um, which was always quite weird. His mum used
1: to sunbathe naked in the back
0: garden. Yeah, like when, when we'd all go around there. Like we'd sort of like be oh, 13, my God. 14. Okay. And she sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah you yeah.
1: definitely, de- definitely didn't masturbate about that.
0: Did you? <laughs> He didn't see his mum, so yeah, it was quite a strange, strange lad. But yeah, that's probably the only thing like that. I think. Can I I've...
1: just? Uh, I, I, um, I haven't ever used a cock ring, and I, I feel sort of embarrassed that I didn't know what it was for. Now, but um, I do want to just. It just has reminded me of something that happened the other day with the Swan that I do want right. to uh, that I do want to sort of talk about. So we were we we're having a chat, and we were talking about people splitting up and get and, and remarrying and what. Yeah, yeah, getting in new relationships, and I said to Lisa, "I I don't think if 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 I said to her if I I don't think if you and I split up, I can't imagine getting in another relationship because I just can't be arsed now. You know, like I just sort of. Yes, I was thought, thought you were
0: going to say something else at the end of that, but yeah, that's, yeah, because you couldn't of, imagine living without Lisa or something really sweet, but you no, can't be no, bothered.
1: No, you know, like I just sort of if we got no, but what I mean is if we got to a situation where. We just, for whatever reason, we fell out of love or we just decided it's better to live apart. I can't be bothered to, to, to set up with someone else, right? Is what I said to her. And she almost instinctively went, what, not even for like casual sex or something? Like that. <laughs> and the way she said it, I- I'm saying, t- honestly, mate, she said it so quickly and with such gusto, it made me almost think she's having casual sex with someone
0: currently. <laughs> Let me say, by the way, just because yeah. I've just clocked it, the you have got a, quite a sexy sort of vibe because you've got like a Tom Cruise V-neck top on at the moment. No, no. I... <laughs> Do you know what?
1: Do you know what this is? This is like a. What? It's not supposed to be a V-neck. It's just where like I oh, fuck the collar oh. on it. I would no, never really. wear. I would never wear a V-neck. I was thinking. Not, I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with a V-neck. If, if that's oh, my your guy thing. is
0: fucking gone away for a month and fucking busting a scoop neck what look at that shit. <laughs> what would you do about... if oh, i do regularly wore a picture look at this just, just put it down right in the right place and captain huller there in a v-neck <laughs> um yeah but uh i mean that's an embarrassing thing to find isn't it also i'd shake like look you know, shout out your parents for for experimenting and fucking keeping that shit real but um like you think that if you're going to offer your bed you just whiz up and just go oh, actually i just better check like the cock ring's not under
1: i i would i i can't imagine a situation okay i'm trying to think of a situation because if you keep a cock ring under your pillow first of all also why would you what, keep it under I your mean, fucking pillow don't it goes on your dick man why yeah. would you put it why would you put it somewhere that you rest your face
0: <laughs> like, genuinely right are you that lazy that when you're taking your cock ring off right you're just put it under your pillow if i did have a cock ring and
1: I finished utilizing it with the swan. And I just went, I said to her, right, there you go. Back
0: under the pillow it goes. I think, I honestly think she'd call me out. Mate, of course you, it's the scuff, like you go and wash it under hot water, right? Give it a little dry and then put it back in a drawer. Yeah. Yeah. But ma do you know what? Maybe, so, so you're, okay, so say it
1: goes in a drawer, right? Yeah. What if you know? Because putting on a cock ring is like I, you know, there's an extra level. There's a bit of extra sort of ceremony to it. It's like you know when you get a condom. Yeah, you, you get. It's the bit where you go right. I've got to put the. Co-, you know, there's a, there's a bit of awkwardness and admin, isn't there? in sort of getting the condom. Condoms are the, the worst thing in the world. They're so you, you, unsexy. Yeah, exactly. So you, you try occasionally. You try and you try and make a game of it, or try and or try and sort of incorporate <laughs> it into. That into the sexy time but it, it never really works does no, it no, so no, there's no. always a bit of flanningle about where you fucking realize you put you put it on the Cond- wrong if, way condoms you have any- had
0: a christian name it would be ian or neil
1: yeah absolutely um hello i know that <laughs> i know that you didn't necessarily want
0: me here but i am necessary for the party to continue seems like you're having a really good time <laughs> is there any way in the world i can yeah. get involved
1: now just just so you know it's not enough that I'm present. I do have to be utilized properly in order to have full efficacy. But cockring
0: isn't into that
1: unless you know. No, no. But what I'm saying is an extra bit of admin. You know, you're 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 about to go and have sex. Okay, you're about to have sex. It's difficult enough to get yourself into that situation where you're yeah. having sex, right? To then go, I think it's cockring time, and then you know maybe if you then lean but, over to a drawer and open a drawer. You, you know, your other half's going, what are you doing? I was just going to go get my cock Whereas if it's under the pillow, it's no, just no, no, straight.
0: No, no. Look, you know. I think look, a cock ring, right. A condom is necessary, like an umbrella or waterproof when it's raining, right? There's a reason to have the condom. A cock ring is like if you are, oh yeah, a cock ring would be, you know, it's, it's like getting a boat because it's raining. It's a big fucking dramatic thing to throw into the mix anyway. So there's got to be some sort of ceremony around. I get what it you're on. saying.
1: Noah loved a cock ring.
0: <laughs> so if you don't reach him for, I think if you're going to get it out of the drawer, you're like, you yeah, know, I better get, you know, the cockring out. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like when I'm saying a drawer, I don't think he's he's got it in his office and he has to slip out and just No, I'm not get saying it. that. But I'm saying but th- what I'm saying and... is
1: if you, yeah, but sure. But then you have got to sort of lean over and open the drawer and get the cockring out. It's sort of you're suggesting it's then cockring time. Whereas if it's under the mm. pillow, you can just sort of s- slip it on, can't you? It's less. What I'm saying is there's less of a there's less admin. Because you know? <laughs> the other thing is, if you if you've got a cock ring under your pillow and you've forgotten it's under there, that suggests well, it suggests a number of uns- unsanitary things. You haven't used it for a long time, so you've forgotten it's there. Yeah, but that means but you haven't changed your fucking bedsheet exactly, for ages. Exactly.
0: There's, a, I mean, there's a lot going on here to unpick. And also it? in the thing, he says I had to get rid of some of the pillows and cushions, which would insinuate that there's a lot of pillows and cushions, right? A lot yeah. of debris on the bed. Yeah. So you'd have to sort of like. That means that there's a, a lot of those cushions are getting moved around yeah. quite a lot of the time. Sure. Cushion people are very, and pillow people, there's a lot of shifting about of pillows. It's not mm-hmm. like they, you know, so. There's
1: a bit of ceremony, isn't there, there right? Yeah. yeah.
0: When you get to bed, you've got to take them off and whatever. I mean,
1: I I think what I'm getting from this, I might need to try a Cochrane.
0: Maybe I'll buy you one for your next birthday.
1: Do you reckon they do like. Um, they must do like novelty ones. Like you must be able to get a Back to the Future one, <laughs> or a Batman one. Yeah, you could like, get a Superior like, one. Looks like the Captain ring from Captain America. The, looks like the ring from the flux capacitor. Speaking <laughs> of speaking of Captain America, have you seen the new Spider Man trailer that came out this morning? Nope. Is it good? Do you know what the way you said no? That I was going to get into a little bit of a discussion, but you, you, no, you no, love, no, no. You love doing this Superior
0: thing where. Yeah, no, yeah, I think okay. it's well, cute I mean, that you're on holiday. There the we go, a sad bastard looking No, at I these. think it's cute. It's cute that you've done that on your birthday. Not no. <laughs> no, <it's>, it just <laughs> appeared on my phone. More like you've got up this morning and gone, Charlie, Alex, Theo, <laughs> everyone downstairs. You know, what? I do gather
1: the kids around when a trailer like that comes around. <laughs> do you really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, that, it's pathetic, isn't it? <laughs> Where's mummy just cleaning dad's Daddy's cock ring? <laughs> Oh, they were the fucking Karcher
1: spray. Yeah, just spraying down the cock ring Sorry. that's shaped like Thanos' glove.
0: <laughs> shaped like some old web
1: yeah. from Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, it's really difficult getting this <laughs> grime off from behind this infinity stone. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's take it to a jeweler's to get it rubbed off. Um.
1: Uh, anyway, it's yeah, it's, it's exciting. I, I get. Do you get excited
0: by trailers? Any kind of trailers? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Like the, the new Sopranos one was good. But you know what? I, I've never watched the whole films, but I always watch the Marvel trailers because I think you pretty much know what's going on in the film when you just watch the trailer.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I am gonna say something quite controversial now. Go. On. Maybe there are too many Marvel films coming out. Like you know, like. It feels like this every fucking two months is another trailer. I can't fucking keep up with this. It's actually no. becoming a major part of my expenditure
0: now. Staying also across it, this shit. Yeah, but then you've got the, you've got the new one about Snake Eyes. Is it? What? That's the GI Joe thing. Yeah, the origin story. That's a film yeah. that nobody fucking wants, isn't it? I <laughs> think you've well, you've got like the Black Widow one that's come out. Yeah, there's quite a few of them isn't there.
1: Snake Eyes. Fun fact: my nickname at uni. Really? Yeah, not for good reasons. Oh, because you have got pervy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, just because of my lazy
0: eye. Oh, really? Yeah, no, somebody started not. calling me snake eyes, and then it sort of stuck. Oh, that's not. Yeah, that's not cool. I think it would be better if it because like you're sort of quite perfect Snakes have no snakes are quite sort of like that's that's a bad nickname, man. All right. Yeah, well, thank that you. It, sadly, it's stuck the whole way a uni. So, uh,
1: shout out to that crew. Um, anyway, listen. I, have we got any? Does this guy? Oh, he wasn't really after advice. This bloke. He just wanted to know if he'd had any embarrassing experiences. Um, yeah. Oh, I can Maybe. tell you. I can tell you one. I can tell you one. Go on, go on. So uh, I, uh, I moved back in with my parents when right. I was uh, just for a little bit while I was getting settled, and uh, I I brought a load of stuff back, and one of the um, I can't remember why I got these, and and this sounds a bit. Do- I'm fully aware this sounds a bit dodgy, even if am even as if I'm as I'm telling the story, but like for a joke. I think, or it might have been a secret scent or something. Somebody got a pair, got me a pair of pink, fluffy handcuffs. Right? As a right.
0: <laughs> that's a strange thing to get, like a guy in his thirties.
1: <laughs> I think I don't know what I can't remember the context, which makes this sound dodgy. I can't remember the context of me getting these these handcuffs. Anyway, did
0: you, did you steal them for like a stag do type thing?
1: Maybe I, can't, I just honestly yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Remember. Anyway, whatever. So I just thrown them like under the like. There's like a, on the bed at my mum and dad's house. There's like a little storage space under the bed, and I just threw them in there or whatever. And I like got, took my stuff around there. Anyway, my brother <laughs> a few weeks later came to speak to me, and he said, uh, "Mum asked to have a chat with me," and I said, "I said why." And he said, she thinks you're into some kinky shit. That's it.
0: <laughs> it's such a... Yeah, it's a generational <laughs> thing that that... Yeah, it is, it is. It like, like big. So basically, like for us, that feels very tweet and very like... Even when you said it, I just thought like... Yeah. You've been to a, like a sort of like a bit of a naff. Yeah, like, yeah, You've either like... Because you've even been to a weird hen or like a weird stag do. Yeah, it? it's just something
1: stupid like that. So you just don't think anything of it. Anyway, apparently my mum found these handcuffs and just started freaking out that I was some sort of like sexual deviant. And so like...
0: <laughs> the ripper.
1: <laughs> and so like took my brother at the side for the, to discuss like an intervention or something where they were going to like chat to me about my sort of sadomasochist tendencies and stuff like that. Even if look, even if I did have sadomasochist tendencies, that'd still be alright. But it just opened up this door to my mum
0: that yeah, her yeah. son was like a sex freak. Have you ever spoken to her about it?
1: Yeah. My brother like brought it up in front of her, like the, the next That's time good of
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> She found it really difficult to chat to him about. <laughs> I thought, right, let Give me make this a uh, let me make this a subject of ridicule really cool for my mother. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but she was like really as soon as, like, my brother, like, told her, like, you, you've got nothing to worry about, da-da-da-da, she was totally fine. But he said that she was really, like, she was freaky like, fuck really, like, worried when she found his handcuffs. Just like, what is my son into? You also, who I mean? is he
0: going to be bringing home? Yeah. Is he also into that?
1: Yeah, I guess so, yeah. So he's sort of moved back in. He's brought his handcuffs back because he's planning <laughs> on
0: one of his nasty sex parties. Or, or he just puts them in his pocket and goes out for the evening. Put them on the belt loop because you never know. Th- I just think they're so like, it just sort of throws my mind to sort of like, you know, you yeah, know, when you sort of like, you're in Yates' wine lodge and someone's got like those on and it's just everyone's try- trying to have a great time. I just think there's so, sort of such a naffness around them.
1: That, that you know, that enforced fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. the worst. It's yeah. And then like, everyone's got fucking straws in the shapes of cocks and whatever. It's just oh. sort of all a bit like, I don't know, maybe I'm getting old. I think we're both getting old, mate.
1: Oh, by the way, speaking of getting old, do you want to hear something absolutely fucking depressing? Go on. Lethal Weapon. Yeah. You like that film? Great film. Amazing film. Yeah. Myrtle. Yeah. You know, he keeps going, I'm getting too
0: old for this shit. I'm too old for this shit.
1: Do you know how old he was when he said that?
0: 56. 42. What? He was 42. You know, actually, if we were going to remake a film, that's what we should do. If we were going to make... An absolutely dreadful remake of Little <laughs> Weapon. How does that even work? I'd be obviously... I'd be Griggs and you'd be Murta. Yeah, I get that based purely on colour. There, there no, is abs- was, there is based abs- on personality more than anything else, mate. Like, fucking don't even think about you, it. You're, like sorry, you're going to be what? The young, crazy cop that people can't figure <laughs> yes, out? Yes, the cool one. And then you're like... Yeah, you know, the sort of more whimsical like fucking one who's like not shot anyone for a while but used to be a good dead eye oh, i'm getting too old for this shit and then you go you're six months older than me <laughs> which is one of the best jokes of the whole film <laughs> it's a better film you know actually if there's only six months difference and one of them can't grow up
1: tom Riggs is like doing all sorts of crazy stunts and shit Oh, have, you, have you said that? We've seen Action Team,
0: haven't we? We know you've got I, You know film. what? I Just chatting it out now. If there's any film backers out there who want to get involved, obviously. If
1: anybody? If there's anybody that's willing to, would rather do this and set fire to $7 million.
0: <laughs> no, you don't need $7 million. I reckon you make the whole thing for $3 million. Okay, If, if your any, fee comes if, any, down. If, if your fee got, comes down. <laughs> if anybody's got $3 million and they
1: want to make the Lethal Weapon remake with me and Tom Davis, we'd love to hear from you.
0: I can just see it now, like you sort of like... sort of like would, So would
1: we, it'd be based in Britain, I take it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: We'd have to get you an old grey suit. I've got most of the Griggs costume. Yeah. Why do you keep calling him Griggs? Riggs, is it? Griggs? <laughs> Riggs? Riggs. <laughs> I used to have a teacher called Mrs. Griggs. Did you? She was nothing like the guy from the film. She was <laughs> a home education. She looked like, more like Splinter from... So your teacher um, that is,
1: hasn't got the same name as Riggs was nothing like Riggs from the film Lithuania?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved him as a teacher. <laughs> but I have got a pair of Chelsea boots, and a pair of quite tight jeans and a leather jacket, so I can. I've got my own costume. Do you
1: reckon that film holds up now?
0: I'd actually like to go back and watch it again.
1: Yeah, I'll probably will
0: now watch it and then, like, see if there's anyone out there who wants to just re-sort of like rewrite it for an uh, like an English sort of two guys who aren't that far apart. Yeah, and we work in Croydon or something. Yeah, or Crawley, and then we can shoot into yeah. your house and I can stay at your oh, house good. while we're filming. It's a good idea. There's uh, more cost cost saving measures. There you go. Yeah, Lisa uh, could do the catering.
1: Yeah, there you go. Look, guys, listen, this is sounding more and more uh, <laughs> more and more viable. Please do get in touch. Okay. Uh, should we do one more?
0: Let's do one more, Roger.
1: Hello, Wolf, Owl and Swan. Just listen to the latest episode where you discuss snacks. I was prompted to email him when Tom mentioned the criminally underrated chocolate bar Drifter. Drifters. Wow, wow,
0: shout out Drifters.
1: When I was at uni, the closest corner shop to me didn't stock Drifters. I spoke to the shop owner about this travesty. And he said that not enough people buy them, so he stopped getting them. I explained I was living up the road for the year and buy all that he stocked. He agreed
0: to get a box, and I bought three Drifters a day for every day I lived there. Um, on it. my life, this person is an incredible. Like this, they've like blown me away. Mm. I just love that they're, they've got a cause and they've stuck to it. Fucking legend.
1: Yeah, absolute legend. And just to give you some context, Tom only says that three or four times an episode. Um, looking back, I probably should have just ordered a box online for myself for considerably less outlay. But I was a creature of habit and was addicted to Drifters at the time. What I discovered... Was that if you bit off each end of a drifter, you could drink through it like a straw, similar to what can be achieved with a Kit Kat or a breakaway? Tom's mm. got an in- immediate erection there, just so you know, I could tell that straight. <laughs> no, no, away. No, no,
0: I've done it so many times. I'm just So, what
1: I started it. doing was combining the best snack with the best beverage and drinking Banana Nest Quick through a drifter
0: bar. <laughs> I haven't done that yet. The... <laughs>
1: The Nesquik would get that injection of sweetness by being pulled through the drifter. <laughs> this, You two have got a fucking hang out, man. The Nesquik would get that injection of sweetness by being pulled through the drifter, and the drifter would burst with cold, refreshing milkshake when bitten into.
0: It's if unreal. this person's so- not writing for fucking Nestle or Cadbury, this person should be a, an advert writer. Actually, uh, maybe their writing school should come on the Lethal Weapon re- remake the drifter would burst with cold, refreshing milkshake to me sort of evokes a boil being kind of last. <laughs> oh, come on. It sounds delicious and
1: delicate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even you know that's not a fucking word. <laughs> no, no, it came out of my work mouth. Yeah, yeah. I just got so excited. <laughs> uh, my up question up to you minute.
1: is do you have any quirky ways of eating things like this that you claim to have invented? So, So, first of all, Let us get your food. I've never done this drifter thing, and nor can I now, because I don't think there are vegan drifters
0: around. So talk me through this time. Well, I can tell you now I'm going to go and get a drifter. I'm going to get some banana milkshake. I'm going to smash that. I don't think. Can you even buy drifters now? I haven't seen them for ages. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, so I'm going to get a drifter. I'm going to get some banana milkshake. I'm going to try this. Look, uh, what's this person's name? This person's name is Chris. 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 Chris what? Lady. Chris Lady. Shout out Chris Lady, man. Um, Look, I don't want to show off. The thing I'm probably, one of the things I'm known for most is um, inventing Wotsits in tomato soup. That was my invention a few years ago. Called them Croydon Croutons. Uh, actually went on the Catherine Ryan podcast, talked about it before me and Roma, Shadow out podcast. Um, shout out Catherine Ryan, someone who loves crisps and is a big fan of the snack genre. Um, and actually also want to hear shout out Bobby, who's become a very dear friend. Um, so, uh, Do you want to give
1: some context, Bobby's Catherine's husband?
0: Yeah, Bobby's Catherine's uh, husband um, and a legend and one hell of a golf player. So shout out Bobby. But also um, Bobby, just so you know, Tom's also called a legend uh, Chris
1: because he uses a drifter as a straw. So I just want to make sure people know the the true reading
0: of these compliments you've thrown out. Um, I'd say Bobby was an epic le- legend. Anyway, um, and sometimes a while the day away just me and Bobby messaging each other and chuckling. So yeah, uh, shout out Bobby. Uh, inventing a new snack, something that has become a cultural phenomenon with what sits and tomato soup is one of my proudest things mm. um, and I'm, i I implore everyone from you know man to woman to child to elderly person to you know across every diverse background that you can think of. go now as you listen to this, go to your local shop to your local supermarket, buy a can of tomato soup. It must be Heinz. Buy some Watsits. Um, the small ones are better because they have more of an impactful cheese flavor. Go home, put the tomato sauce, soup in the microwave for three and a half minutes. Don't put the Watsits in. Give the Watsits time to soak in the tomato goodness and then just enjoy. And when you're eating that, I want you to think of me and Romesh, just as the steam flows up, just sat across the table from you, was just smiling, just saying, you deserve this because you're a good fucking person.
1: When did you discover this... Uh... I'm sort of asking this question because I'm interested, and also because I want to bring your monologue to an end as quickly as possible. But what? What? Um, when did you first discover
0: this? Uh, many, many moons ago. Fucking. Um, <laughs> a long long time ago. Um, it was when I wasn't as yeah, I wasn't in this business. So I was scratching around for money, and I used to always think like, what, what are two of my favorite things to put together? It was look, it was the I'm fucking. I'm not going to say it now. Someone had to try it. And that person was me. I fucking jumped into the ring with two of the greatest fucking, you know, food things ever made in Wotsits and tomato sauce and put them together. I'm sure someone else would have done it. I know that people have I tried it with Quavers. I'm not going to lie. Right. And Wotsits was the one. And every day that I have that snack, I think, fuck me, man. You put this on planet Earth. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was probably about 15 years ago that I invented it.
1: Uh, Chris, can I recommend to you the uh, George Egg, the snack hacker, who does
0: shit like this all the time. George Egg, by the way, is also a big fan of tomato soup uh, with What's It, me and him have chatted it over. So shout out George Egg.
1: And one of the things that George Egg does that um, I like doing, this is nowhere near as good as Croydon Crutons, by the way, is just including jalapenos into every single thing. So like, he he did this one video where he, he opens up a cheese and onion slice stuffs it full of jalapenos and just chefs it up a little bit you know little things like that well worth a look check out what handshake, he's doing.
0: Uh, let me just say like uh jalapenos are a welcome handshake to any food food sources shout out to jalapenos and i sometimes do you know what tom
1: i want to back you up with that shout out to jalapenos
0: they're amazing yeah yeah i don't know if there's anything more i can say to that apart from yo jalapenos keep just doing you yo. yeah jalapenos do you to the max um, wow, baby.
1: Yeah. Okay. Tom, listen, um, it's been a dreadful episode from my point of view. I think I've been absolutely fucking Mate, You've been incredible.
0: You've been next incredible.
1: Next episode, I'm planning to, to sort of bring this back in some you know way. At, at the moment, episode, I'm,
0: I'm contemplating fucking retiring from it. When you come back to this country, I want to do the next episode where I am going to go and get some massage oil and I'm going to massage your body and your ego. And then we're going to fucking let this thing rip.
1: Okay. Uh, Tom, can you, the way you said that, honestly, if I had a cock ring, I would have put it on as you finished saying it. Tom, can you do me the the honor of taking us out?
0: It was a dewy Sunday, summer's eve, when Claire and Clarissa were driving home from what had been an amazing weekend at her friend's house. And... They were listening to the radio and then no good songs were coming on, and the person on the radio was annoying them a little bit. And Clarissa said, God, you know, what should we listen to? And uh, Claire said, I, you know, let me put some tunes on, some podcast tunes, uh, some some uh, tunes on my, on my iPhone. <laughs> so she, um, she puts it on, right? And the first song that comes on is uh, Whitney Houston uh, How Will I Know? And they both start singing along. But within no time, uh, both of them stop singing. And they sort of look at each other and Claire says to Clarissa, it's hard to sing along to Whitney because Whitney's so amazing. And she hits the higher notes that we can't hit. And Clarissa said, yeah, I know it sucks because you know I enjoy singing and her songs are so rhythmic and amazing and I love Whitney. But yeah, we just can't hit those higher notes. And they sort of sit there in silence for a little while. And they drive past another family, and they're sort of like singing and having a good time. And Claire looks at Clarissa and says, you know what, the fact of the matter is, maybe sometimes it's not about us hitting the high notes. It's about us enjoying the song. It's about us enjoying what Whitney has laid out for us. And although we're not as talented as her, it doesn't mean we can't have as much fun in singing those songs. And Clarissa looks out the window as the sun droops its weary face across the uh, motorway and uh, red hue comes across. And she says, you know what, that's true. That's true of every, everyone who's ever stepped on a, on a Sunday league football pitch, knowing that they'll never be as good as Lionel Messi or anyone who has like made a toad in the hole, knowing it won't be as good as Jamie Oliver. Some people can do things to an exceptional level and some people just do things for the joy of doing things. So don't always task yourself with being the best. Task yourself in enjoying the task at hand. That's life. Was that Who was that directed at, Tom? It was just directed in general, just to, right. <laughs> Why, what do you think it was directed No, at? no, no, I don't know, it's just sort of... I just think, no, no, no. It's, I do you know what the truth of the matter is? I wasn't talking about Claire and Clarissa. I was Claire or Clarissa this Sunday. I was driving home with my wife and I was singing along to Went Houston and Celine Dion. And uh, I couldn't reach those high notes. And uh, and then I realised I was just enjoying singing. So, I can't imagine Catherine sort of gave you any encouragement though. That's the only
1: thing that I'm sort
0: of... You know what, some of my happiest times are sitting alongside Catherine and I, in car, and just as both just letting rip and singing. Do you and Lisa do that? Uh,
1: ac- very occasionally. I wouldn't describe them as my happiest times.
0: <laughs> I love it. it. Makes me happy. The two us singing mm. as the motorway gets eaten up, and you know we might pull into a service. Okay, let's not, so we'll a re-
1: just... let's not have a let's not have a remix now.
0: <laughs> I just, my message is clear: enjoy life. We won't always be here.
1: Yeah. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry about my performance on this episode. Take care. We'll Romans, see you. You've soon been amazing. We'll see
0: everyone, you so- I want everyone to send Romesh a picture or no, a video don't, don't, do, that. don't do that. Don't do that.
1: Don't do that. Don't do that. Love you guys. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: Love and be Joe.
1: If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfowlpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.